Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to the 31st October 2023 Hong Kong Stories Podcast. I'm Rachel Smith. Huge and spooky hellos go out to our fellow Hong Kongers both here and around the world. We hear you, Hong Kong, and we are listening. Our November 2nd show that has the theme Wicked is on stage this Thursday. If you haven't already gotten your tickets, you can get them through the links on the website hongkongstories.com. Come and hear just how wicked things can get around here. Hong Kong Stories. It's better than drama. It's better than comedy. It's real life. And now with the story told live on stage in April 2023 in a show that had the theme Ooh La La, here is Leslie. A while back, when I lived in England, out in the sticks, and there was no affordable or public transport like there is in Hong Kong, but I needed some form of transport to get to work, and so I opted for a Honda 50 motorbike. But the romance of riding a motorbike was lost on me after the first few trips. I came to the conclusion that riding a motorbike was, in fact, the most uncomfortable and inconvenient way to travel. You see, the reality is that you have to wear layers of safety gear in case you fall off, and then more layers of waterproof gear in case of rain, and then there's the issue of helmet hair. So I would end up at the office with my hair stuck to my head, bundled up in all of these clothes. Sometimes I was numb with the cold and sometimes sweating unattractively. Vanity got the best of me and I decided I would swap the motorbike for a car. But the only car I could afford at the time was an old green metallic VW Beetle. It was a risky move given its age, but I just wanted to get to work with my hair in place wearing office type clothes. I loved that car, but it was a boiling hot summer. It had no aircon. I don't think any car had aircon back then, actually. But the worst of it was that the heater of this VW was switched on, on full power, 100% of the time. (laughs) And no matter how much I tried, I couldn't find the switch or the knob or the button to turn it off. It was like driving around in my own personal green metallic pressure cooker. (laughs) Now, VWs are a quirky design. The engine is in the back. In the bonnet, there's just the spare tire. The washer washer bottle for the windscreen wipers is powered by the air pressure in the spare tire. You see, quite quirky. So as much as I looked for the, the switch or the knob or the button, on the dashboard, I couldn't find it. I asked people to help me, and they would like, stick their head in the car and scan the dashboard, but they weren't Beetle drivers, and, and it was no help at all. So I continued driving around in this sauna with the heat trapped inside. I had to have the windows wound down all the time. It didn't help the hairstyle. So I, was, I would still turn up at work looking like a wet rag. To give you an idea how hot it was in that beetle, one afternoon I visited some friends who had an apple tree in their garden. The apples were beginning to ripen and fall and and they gathered them up and they gave me this huge bag of apples. I put them in the back of the car on the floor behind me and my plan was to make apple pies. I was excited to get home and do this. 
On my journey, the sweet smell of apples wafted around the car and it became more and more intense on the journey. It wasn't until I got home when I realised what had happened and opened the bag to see the apples had cooked in the bag. <laughs> I was literally driving round in an oven. These hot, sticky, sweaty journeys continued through the hot summer and I continued to fail to find the switch or the button or the knob or whatever it was to turn the heater off. Inevitably, the cooler weather came along and for a short time, I enjoyed driving the Beetle. I was toasty warm inside and it was cold outside. And then the car needed to go into the garage for a much needed tune-up and some maintenance. And when it came back, the heater was off. <laughs> now when I needed some warmth in the car, I couldn't find the damn button to turn the heater on again. So now I was driving around in the freezing cold and I had to bundle up in layers of clothes just as much as I did when I had the motorbike. And I would have to struggle out of the car with all these clothes on and waddle into work looking like the Michelin man. A long journey was out of the question. It was too cold. Short journeys were just about bearable. So I was invited to go and stay with some friends for the weekend, and they lived about a three-hour trip away, three-hour drive away. The thought of sitting in that icebox for three hours, no, I, I couldn't do it. I almost turned down their invitation. But as it turned out, a friend of a friend was going that way, and she offered me a lift. I, I didn't know her very well, but I jumped at the chance of making the journey in a normal car. So phone calls were made, arrangements were fixed, and she would pick me up the next Saturday morning. So I waited in the designated spot, and it happened to be a really frosty morning. As I waited, I could see my breath, and my fingers and toes went numb just in the short time I was waiting. So I was really pleased to see a car approaching, and then really amused to see it was a pale blue VW Beetle. <laughs> Elaine drove a Beetle too. So I got in the car and we shared this little joke about what a coincidence it was that we both drove a beetle. And she made some comments about how we must be experts at knowing how beetles work. And I thought, mm, yeah. And we set off and she goes, oh, it's freezing in here. Will you turn the heater on? <laughs> I probably look stunned, not wanting to admit that... I had no clue how to do it. There was a, there was a pregnant pause while I, I just tried to bide my time. She gave me a sideways look, bemused, maybe irritated at my slow reaction. And then she casually reached her hand down to a space between the two front seats near the handbrake. And within a minute or two, the car was warm and cosy. That's where the heater button was all the time. Nowhere near the dashboard. It was between the two front seats. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's stories brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. The music for this podcast was written and performed by Andrew Robert Smith. Everyone has a story to tell.